All right, here we go. Okay. Independence Day's really something. A day that's really grand. When lighting firecrackers don't hold them in your hand. Or you won't have a hand. Don't hold them in your hand. Cause when they go off, all your fingers get fried. And you'll be left with only stubs An ugly sight, ugly sight, ugly sight Independence Day's really something A day that's really grand When lighting firecrackers Don't hold them in your hand You'll hear a big kabam you won't have a hand Don't hold them in your hand Fargo, North Dakota The home of star fireworks This is the Fireworks Brigade Starring Johnny Star And Ron the Banker This very special pyro podcast Is all about the people And the passion of fireworks And is sponsored by Star Fireworks In Fargo, North Dakota And now Here's Johnny Star And Ron the Banker In the words, Brian What is this job all about? Fire Independence Day, John. Yes. Uh, talk about a negative song for the 4th of July. <laughs> Blowing up your hand, firecrackers. Can we have... It's a safety song. You don't want me to bring out my schoolhouse fountain idea, but you want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> blowing off your hand on Independence Day. Uh, Jesus. That's a, oh, come on. Now. Well, it's okay because, as you know, the day is here. The yep. saddest day of the year for me. Um, I would think a sad day these days is when you get that freight bill. That is a sad. That's a Saturday. Yeah, the sad days are about to come, like the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Yeah. Those are gonna be really sad days. But yes, the fourth for most people in this business is the happiest day. They're like, oh, we made it. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I want to sleep. I want to go on my cruise ship. For me, right, it just starts all back up on the fifth with no customers. So for yeah, me, work yeah. never ends, but yeah. just the customers and the uh, the hellos and the goodbyes are going to be tough, and uh, you know, so that's a, that's the hard part. For yeah, me. you're the you're the rock star for the ten days you're out here. You're yeah, that you're out here all month or two yeah. or whatever, but for the ten days that you get all these customers coming in, yeah. coming to see you, they all know yeah. your name, and now you're just yeah. Now tomorrow I'll wake up, there won't be a soul in the yeah. store, and it'll be just work, work, work again, but alone work where before i've been working with my guys in the back got a whole team here you know got all the customers yeah it's gonna be different well but you still need teams here because you still got containers well coming yeah in. we got yeah, yeah we'll still have a few teams here i mean just yeah. a shorter team but you know smaller team i should say yeah well, but uh yeah but still very sad day yeah, well this is uh Fireworks Brigade, Pyro Podcast, episode 120, John. 120, wow. 120, Johnny Starr, around the banker here. It is uh, Independence Day, as we said, but we'll probably put this one out a little bit later because we did two already this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, everything seems to be going well. I mean, the you know, the warehouse has been really good. The front end has been good. 
we have this place rocking and rolling. So we don't even notice. I remember when we first started, when I first started here, and actually when you're in the other building, we used to have the line all the way to the back of the building. Oh, yeah. And yeah. now, you know, very rarely is there line two or three deep. And, and I've never been in a memory or any other of your competitors around here, or even I don't think I've ever been in a phantom fireworks, to be honest with you. But uh, I, I imagine that uh, as far as, uh, you know, a place like this that's completely seasonal, I, we, we do things the right way here. Yeah, I definitely think that um, we get the customer in and out definitely fast. And uh, the store looks great. We're always on top of the stocking. The shelves hold so much product with all the new shelving that, yeah. you know, even if you're down to one or two, um, it's mm -hmm. no problem getting it back out there fast enough. In fact, I mean, I never even see it get down to one or two. It's always, no, yeah, you know, there's always a whole, you know, as soon as we can fit like four more or three more or whatever it is, we, it's out there. Yeah. And we have enough staff. I mean, obviously they're grateful to work, you know, they can, we've talked about that before. They can work so many hours in, in yeah. such a short period of time. They can make good money. I don't think you can compete. I saw a sign when I was driving past the McDonald's here in Fargo, $17 an hour. I know. It, yeah, there's a lot of mosquitoes a, in here. Crazy. A lot of bugs in here. Yeah, flies. Yeah, yeah terrible yeah. flies. Seventeen dollars an hour to pay someone to cook some burgers for you. That's yeah. I think I work. And for and you wonder why the hamburger so much. I mean, I told right. you I stopped in a Carl's Jr. and I am I don't go there often, but every time every now and then I just remember having a very good hot ham and cheese sandwich, and the cheese the hot ham and cheese sandwich was ten dollars and twenty nine cents. <laughs> Just for the sandwich. Well, by the time I got the meal and tax was thirteen eighty six. You know, oh, for the meal. You oh, know what okay. I mean? But the sandwich alone was ten twenty nine. That's crazy. And I remember that sandwich being like I don't know, like four forty nine or something. And it's not even. And normally I used to get like two of them because they're not really big sandwiches. Right. And I used to just get two of them. And when I looked, I was like, uh, that's when it really sticker shocked me on some of these fast food. But you can't blame them because. Fast food now is not cheap food because right. at seventeen dollars an hour to have somebody work in there, and that it makes you. And I don't know if it does the same to you as it does to me, but it makes you raise your level of expectation. If I'm paying this much money yeah, for yeah. this food, that happened to me, and I've been really good. I haven't eaten breakfast all ten days I've been here. I you know I just eat dinner or lunch with you guys. But yesterday I just like you know, I was passing by McDonald's at seven in the morning. I I don't know I didn't eat late night. I was like whatever. I'm gonna go. You know, you get a get a sausage McMuffin, and you know it's seven in the morning, but you paid whatever. I paid a lot of money, and it, it was hard. And you're just, I wanted to go around and turn and take it back. I'm like, this is, you're gonna spend this much money on an egg McMuffin? Why, why is it hard? And why does it taste like crap? Well, that's the thing. You don't mind paying, but then when before it was like, well, the I not I don't really like McDonald's hamburgers, but oh well, for for two bucks, let me just get it or whatever yeah, right, right, price right, is. And, right. Or it's open late. I'll just stop here and get a cheeseburger. It's not my normal choice, but oh, what well, it'll do. But now when you're paying more, I mean, I went to a bar restaurant over here, and on Wednesdays, whatever, it's a $4 cheeseburger. That $4 cheeseburger was better than any McDonald's cheeseburger out there, and McDonald's is over $4. So, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's, uh, it is just getting out of hand, which, you know, also leads us to the fact that we, you know, uh, I'm embarrassed about the pricing on some of the fireworks because um, you can do, you know, it makes me sad as growing up loving fireworks to see some of these things. I look at it going, $90? Why does someone want to spend 90 bucks on this? I mean, $90, it's a lot of money to me. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. $80, all these prices. And I just get sick to my stomach. And I see these parents come in, they spend all kinds of money, and I don't see them getting the value that I'd like to give them. Right. 
but you know uh, something's got to give here it's it's yeah. gonna really get it's gonna get ugly and I know already some people are posting and stuff that they got enough inventory for next year already there'll be no shortage of inventory and uh, I guess you know the shipping companies in, in China needs to uh, wake up a little bit and uh, when they see the demand go down um, that's what they're gonna need you know so is that a good thing for you if, if everybody's got um, you know, merchandise for next year. Well, it's it's not a good thing, but I I'm gonna have merchandise too, so I'm gonna yeah. buy less, and maybe that's what they need to see. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, you know, the last few years has been driven by you know, like we talked about, demand is driven by supply chain, not that people are buying more. Right. And with these prices that we're seeing, and people not raising their budget, they went out of the store with the same amount of money they spent, but with less product. So that means that All I'm right. going to need less product for next year. Yeah. So, so hopefully this uh, kind of correct itself. Yeah. Uh, but you know, um, once again, we you know sometimes I wonder what uh, the man thinks in the White House. But uh, now he's talking about uh, cutting off all tariffs from China. No more tariffs. For any products from Is that China. a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't believe in, in, in tariffs, but you're not going to promote the businesses from doing business here, okay, at all. Right. You're only going to put us in a stranglehold that much sooner and later when China decides, like, they're doing raise the prices and, um, you know, let's raise the freight even more. You know, I get the feel. Yeah, I get the feeling that this administration and believe me, I'm not smart enough to know, but but it always seems to me like they do or he they attempt to do the the thing that's like the pe the, the 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 way the, the way of the least resistance. Right. Yeah. Well, let's just release the tariffs. It doesn't hit the root of the problem. It's no. just like, oh, we're going to eliminate the federal gas tax for three months. OK, well, first of all, that's not really going to eliminate and it, it probably will create more problems. How about we fix the real problem? Let's drill more and get some some oil yeah. and let's do that. Let's do oil right. here. Let, yeah, right. But no, you're just going to. Yeah, but it, it's always just that we're going to rather than getting to the root of the problem, they're just going to do some things to make their base feel good about it. And then, well, see, we we, we you know, that's and they could tout that in the election. We they're going to lower. They're going to lower. They're going to they're going to get rid of the gas tax for three months. Right. They'll lower the uh, gallon. Did they do that already. I don't know if they did, yeah. but that's what they're talking about. But if, and they make the gallon of gas a little bit lower. And then they're just going to raise us on some other tax. Well, of course. So they're going to get their money. You know, but like you say, meanwhile, we're not fixing the problem. Right. They always just take the path of least resistance. Well, yeah. this I don't have to go talk to Putin or anybody. I don't have to do anything. Well, yeah. I'm just going to. And let's just. And then he's still talking with Saudi to buy right. more oil off of them. We're going to eliminate to the make them richer, stuff. and then we're going right. to have right. more trouble later on in the Far East, as right. we always seem to do, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it just so we'll see what happens with that. We don't have a high tariff on taxes. I mean, on, on fireworks. So it was never a big issue. But once again, if you promote more companies now to do things overseas because there is no tariff. Right. That's just going to clog up our system even more in L.A. and right. Long Beach, which makes the prices go up even higher. And just because we take away the tariff, I mean, make no mistake about, a uh, you know, a, uh, a foreign country. Um, you know, just because we take the tariffs off doesn't mean they're going to lower the price. They no, just raise no. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course, of course. I, so, you know, I mean, but once again, just to deter the American people from doing anything they want to do, just, yeah. you know. 
But it's all about it's, it's like I say, it's part of money laundering scheme. They've been doing it for uh, years. You, you, you've always had that and, conspiracy uh, thing. Yeah, it, it's definitely. Uh, yeah. So one day they all they all come in broke and they all go out multimillionaires. So, yeah, that's you know, true. That's true. So they're someone's tapping is it at war chest. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I did reach out to Steve Hauser, the president of NFA, um, mm-hmm. as we do every once in a while. And we'll see him in September. But I reached out to him a couple of days ago and said, hey, Steve, hope things are going well. Uh, what, do, what do you see? What do you hear? You know, he's got his ear to the yeah. to the rail. He knows what's going on. He talks to a lot more people. We're kind of in a bubble here, right? Yeah, so we're yeah. bubble boys. It's yeah. all, all we do for 10 days. You're here for two months, whatever. And uh, so we really don't know what's going on. So uh, you want to hear what he had to say? Sure. So as, so as far as retail sales across the country, now this is Steve talking, as far as retail sales across the country go, most all reports are very positive. Steve's a very good writer. Yeah. Big items are selling well, and our customers are coming back. 500-gram cakes and artillery kits. It actually has been a very positive outcome, considering many retailers were worried about the high price due to container freight costing so much. The rains have mostly arrived just in time to make positive difference and relieve drought worries. We've had some rain here, and there's yeah. no drought worries here. No. In South Texas, sales have blossomed due to the arrival of rain two days ago, and it's a very populated market. Overall, I'm hearing that most people think this year is planning out to be like 2020, which up until then was the best year ever. And I think from what we've seen, it's not you. This might be like a top three or four year, but it's not 2020. But no. again, you have to understand that the prices are so much higher. Exactly. You know if if your store did fifty thousand dollars in 2020, it better be doing seventy five to eighty thousand if you want to match 2020. Right. And you know, like we do here, you know, count the transactions, see the average dollar spent. Uh, that tells the truth. I right. mean, looking at a dollar figure. And, you know, being in the gas station business as well, we've noticed that, you know, for all time on our balance sheet, you know, having 2,000 gallons in the ground at $3 a gallon one year and then having 2,000 gallons at $5 a gallon, you know, that our inventory is a lot higher doesn't right. mean we have more gallons. No. So same thing. And like we were talking about, um, you know, with the budgets not changing, there is there is less merchandise leaving the store. You know, yeah. same people come in. I want to spend three hundred. I want to spend three fifty, and less merchandise is leaving the store. Yeah, but we've been pretty good here about trying to you know help people out and maybe yeah. throw in an extra something or whatever. You yeah, but I'm sure. saying, but in the in the overall no, yeah, end, I, I agree. We don't need as much merchandise we needed last year because their their budgets have not really changed. No, just their uh, <laughs> the carts have. You know? I just get the feeling that it's hard for you to stop buying. <laughs> Yes, I believe that. Yes, <laughs> yes. I like to buy. I think it's a sickness. It is. It is yeah. a sickness, and and that, and it's very much. Yeah, I know you have known you for decades, and and uh, you know I don't consider you, uh, you know, a spendthrift. You don't spend. No. You you if I'm using that word correctly, I don't even know. But you you don't you don't spend a lot on frugal things. I mean, you know, I can. Yeah, I don't waste. You don't, I don't, you don't really waste, waste money. money no, no, never. you 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 don't. You you like to buy nice things. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but you don't you know you don't buy extra things, and you're always asking the cost of things. So, but maybe that's because and you know what? Maybe that's you you get it out here because you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on containers. Yeah. I find that you know sometimes I get a little, you know, it's your point of reference, but because I at the bank I'm dealing with millions of dollars on a daily basis, and then somebody comes in for a loan for. 
you know, or if I'm looking for a loan for twenty five thousand, whatever, and it just I'm like, well, yeah, that's you know, but twenty five thousand to some people is a lot of money, but yeah. I just like, okay, whatever, you know, with the get, you know, don't leave, don't get out of bed for less than half a million. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know what I mean. So it just, but you you get your uh, you get your fix on spending money by spending it here. Well, you know, here there's a lot of factors that come into play. Um, you know, and that's what I tried to explain to some of the some of the vendors last year. You, they would like to order in April, you right. know, for the like right now, April for 2023. OK. Yeah. And I tell them, you guys do realize that I have not even got your first container yet for right. 2022. So you want me to buy 2023 based on what I think I'm going to sell of your product. But like last year, say you order 100 cases of killer bees. And then they want the order in April again for the following year. Okay, well, give me 100 cases of killer bees. And then the 100 cases of killer bees shows up July 10th. Yeah. So now that means I have 200 cases, 100 on order, and 100 came in that I, that I never got a chance to sell. Yeah. So, yes, it would be nice, you know, just like, you know, China would like to get paid for some things. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to pay you, but we haven't even got it yet. Right. See, China just thinks that the minute that it leaves their warehouse— we get it immediately, and we already sold it. We have not even gotten these containers yet, right? You know, and right. that's that's not the a, big miscommunication. They're not as aware no. of the delay. Like one lady said, "Did you get your mortar tube uh, yet?" I'm like, "No." She's like, "Oh my god, that went out a long time ago." I'm like, "Yeah, but it doesn't mean anything to us anymore." See. None of this shipping makes sense. None of it means anything. I can't tell you, oh, well, it'll be here. It left on June 15th. It'll be here July July 15th, the latest. There's containers that show up here five weeks later. There's containers that show up here two and a half months later. It just depends on the route they're taking, you know. Right, right. So, you know, it's craziness. And, um, and then sometimes there's weight issues. To get certain products, we have to fill the container up with light stuff. And then a lot of the light stuff we may not need. Yeah that many but we need right. to get the containers rolling so there's so many different factors but this year once again i'm going to really sharpen my pencil we're going to see what containers come in after the fourth like you know what we have and and uh like i say because if these prices stay the same way we we need 25 percent less fireworks that's bottom line yeah you and know. steve goes on uh prognosis for future shipping is cautiously optimistic in my opinion there is downward pressure in the market, but is not going to drop drastically anytime soon. Rather, I believe the decrease will come over time. New exporters and logistics companies have begun to emerge with Charter Vessel Services, which you've seen. Yep. Personally, I am involved with one, and we are happy to haul anything for anyone, fireworks or not. The key is to keep the market open, not put it in the hands of one person in China. If we do that, our industry is in deep trouble. Gone must be the days of when fireworks companies viewed each other as enemies and refused to work together. If we don't change that attitude in our industry, I believe we will rue the day we opted to keep business as usual and not work together. So you agree with that? Do you think uh, sometimes fireworks companies treat each other like enemies? Well, they used to. Uh, they haven't, I don't think it's been that way for years, in my opinion. I deal with, you know, um, I, I deal with the Chinese companies on a daily basis and more on a personal level. I'm not a huge company, so I deal more directly with um, the actual uh, people of the company and not having a representative for me deal with them, you know, right. as such, some of the big companies. So I'm in constant contact 
Um, yes, years ago, one company, you know, you'd go out there and they'd want to lock you up for the whole day so you wouldn't be talking to nobody else, uh, you know, in, from another company. But that has changed dramatically. And even the shared containers and the, you know, um, you know, combining of the containers, that's changed quite a bit. There, before that was, no, we can't do that. We, it's one container minimum. We're not going to combine nothing. And that has changed over time. I was one of the first ones to change it with uh, the way I did things with a warehouse out there. But um, now a lot of the companies are, you know, just combining because they rather get some of the pie than no pie at all. Right. So, and that seems to be what's been going on in the market. But yes, in the early years, the Chinese companies were, you know, they just like here, you know, you may go somewhere else, go down the street to buy your fireworks and then come here. Uh, I'm not going to yell at you for it, but I didn't, I don't like it, you know, and that's how it is too. But they all know that they can't supply Half of the people that I deal with, if I didn't have 18, 19 vendors here, I don't know if one or two or five could even supply the amount of fireworks. That's the problem today. Right. Well, yeah. So you, you that's why you have so many vendors. Yeah. So that's why you can keep proud. And, and a lot of people are looking for different stuff. And yeah. it's nice to, we've been doing that. We have the new uh, video uh, segment coming out where we compare two different cakes, similar mm-hmm. cakes. and. You know what I mean? It's kind of a nice, let's compare this legend one to this raccoon or whatever and see, you know, kind of a similar thing. So, Well, I mean, growing up, we've always heard the term. I'm sure you heard it from your grandparents and your mom. You know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, well, diversify. And I've always been a believer of that, you yeah. know. Diversification. Oh, yeah, you're big on that. You're big on that. So, well, that's anyway. So that's Steve's response. So, I mean, Steve's always a pretty optimistic guy. So yeah. let's and let's give him a plug. So. Don't forget NFA Expo is coming up. That's September 6th through 10th over in Kingsport, Tennessee. Yep. I'm, I'm sure we'll be there for that, right? Like oh, we yeah. always we'll are. We'll be there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that'll we'll be We'll have fun. a booth at this one. We don't have a booth at the uh, Spring Expo, no. but we have one at this show. Well, yeah, but we'll definitely be doing podcasts out there from the uh, convention or from wherever. Yeah. Um, you, you think the any uh, Chinese companies will be there this year? Um, you were telling me that the restrictions have lapsed. restrictions, uh, yeah, have went down. Now it's a, a seven seven day quarantine uh, plus three day on, in your That's own still in your own hotel. Ten days. Uh, ten days is not going to change me. I, don't think, I, I, I can't see I, you do I, ten minutes. I yeah, I lasted <laughs> about uh, I lasted about like ten hours, and I'm like, you know, I thought I was, I needed water, I needed food, I thought I was like. You know, you get claustrophobic, claustrophobic. I kept walking out on the balcony. I mean, I just couldn't take it no more. Yeah. And that was after like 10 hours. Well, that wasn't in China. That was in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. But um, so, yeah, so we uh, I, I couldn't do it anywhere. I couldn't do 10 days in my own house. So it doesn't matter to me. You know, no. you could stay home all day, watch TV, whatever. But if someone tells you to stay home and watch TV. Right. I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and it's again, today's the 4th of July. So, and I was thinking of this earlier. We just, we had lunch in the break room. Uh, Oscar, Oscar's like a grill master. Do you know that? Yeah. yeah well, why when we're in Cabo, do we have Louie and Bob fighting over cooking? <laughs> well, we got Oscar there ready to well, go. Oscar's just not, he doesn't, he's not very aggressive. He doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I, if I knew how to cook, I mean, get away. I'll cook, you know, and let, put, let Louie go back in the pool. Let Bob go back and do yeah. whatever. Bob well, the way I, it's going to be a fun year because we're getting, <laughs> we're getting, we're getting rid of Louie. 
Well, we'll get well. Louis well, got like a yeah. two-year shelf. Yeah, yeah. Louis, he's got yeah. Louis he's got, got a like, two-year shelf. He's got like a year yeah. and a half shelf. If he's listening to this, Louis, you got a couple years because we're we're planning on you going to stay in. Uh, yeah, vitamin you'll T's be house, staying yeah. at yeah uh, Casa Vitamin T. <laughs> so Louis got like a year and a half shelf life, you know, so yeah. he doesn't have to put up with Bob no more. Yeah, and and Bob's got about a year and a half shelf life in in general. Just, 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 just life in, in general, general. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, um, you know. Eventually, Bob. his high blood pressure from all his yelling and screaming will eventually take he's, him out. You know I, what I mean? I, I love Bob. He's, um, he's awesome. But, but he, um, you well, know. you know, and then once again, I always say, he, if if we're going to cook at the house, there's only going to be one cook, and you better know where all the stuff is, because I do not want to be getting out of the pool to show you where the tongs no, are. No, no. And I can well afford to go out and eat. It's a lot easier yeah. to keep the maid happy. She's not clean up all our garbage. Well, right. But one person's got to cook, and then when the one person who says, I'll cook, and then he gets like a hissy fit because he has to cook, you know, I just make we it clear. You don't need to cook for me. Right, I right, don't need right. to cook, you know. I know, but, you know, it's, it's, but it's just funny. I remember the little drama between Bob and Louie. Yes. And I'm like, you know, because Bob said he was going to cook, but then he came back late, and then Louie likes to take over. It was like, oh, God. But yeah, I, apparently, you know, but Bob is having a couple events at his house next month. I'm sure you've heard of it, but anyway. Yeah, and, I won't be able to make it. But yeah. yeah, he's got. Uh, Barbecue doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's got a girl for Paul. Really? Yeah, so Paul, oh. Paul's going to get hooked up, oh, maybe. Oh, Bob is the matchmaker now. Bob's a- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what I say years ago? Uh, uh, Bob's years ago? here on borrowed time himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, no, that, uh, remember we were in that house we were, of that party, and yes, I said, that, was, that guy's lucky enough to be here himself. Yeah, so, remember yeah. We, were moving, we were playing pool, right? Yeah, we, yeah. And we thought it was like the brother or something. It yeah, was Bob's uh, house or some girl's someone, house? Some yeah. girl's house. I think it was, uh, yeah. And I uh, said, he's lucky enough to be here himself. But, um yeah, so, uh, yeah, so yeah. Paul's, Paul's Bob's looking to have a girlfriend to alone before he plays ma- matchmaker. I think he ought to just, um, you know. Oh, Bob's got a good heart. To, yeah. Hopefully it lasts. <laughs> a good heart, but it's covered underneath years of scar tissue. Yeah, he's yes. he's he's a tough dude. Yeah. He's a tough yeah. dude. So this is the fourth, and we had the cookout. That's how I got on this tangent. So we yeah. had the cookout earlier. And, you know, we were eating in the break room, and this is your 4th of July. When is the last time? You actually had a Fourth of July where you're at home with you know the family no, I would barbecue. Say probably, um, probably I can't. To, I don't think ever. I mean, even back I, in your Chicago days. Yeah, I was always uh, running around. I used to do. I would always go to a barbecue on the Fourth of July that my godfather would throw, and that he kind of taught me how to throw big parties like I do. And uh, so I would always wind up around three o'clock. I would just call it quits. And go enjoy the barbecue. So that's got to go back into probably the the late uh, late 1990s and uh, maybe 2000. And then you know, um, uh, actually it was probably earlier than that because uh, we always did the frozen bananas on the Fourth of July weekend too. So not only did I oh, have yeah, the, the fireworks Park. going, but we had the Elmwood Park uh, Feast bananas, Park. Feast yeah, Elmwood yeah. Park going. Yeah. So it's been quite a while, but that was kind of nice too because a lot of people would come visit me there, and we'd sit in the back and yeah. eat and stuff. Yeah. So it was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I miss those days. But, yeah, but um, it's been, you're you're here. You're I mean Michelle. Yeah, she's twenty years that we've been here. So yeah. you know it's probably it's 20. twenty. Yeah, twenty years. Wow. So it's been probably twenty five years since I've actually been home or done anything. I only made it out on the boat once a long time ago. Uh, 
because it was just dead for Fourth of July, and we were able to make it out on a boat and watch the fireworks. But oh, okay. Well, that was long, long time ago. Man, it's yeah. uh, you know, it, it, you know, whatever. It's you're here yeah. though, and we're gonna have a, we got the big uh, event this evening. We got the big Steve O's epic fire Fourth of July fireworks spectacular live streamed. Live stream, live stream event. Yes, yes, yes. So we're uh, we got that coming up. So it'll be good. Um, what else? Do, what else did I want to say? Hold on. I got some. I got some notes here, John. And our next podcast, we're going to probably recap how. Uh, what are we going to recap? All the sales of across the nation and everything else. So we'll you actually get the numbers in. You know. Well, oh yeah. For our we're, next podcast. Where, yeah. We'll where do we get those out. numbers? Let me know. Oh well, I'll have you some information, and we'll okay. we'll see what you know. We'll do. There'll be all kinds of stories from Indiana. Right. Those yeah. people are always whining and crying out there anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we'll so. have some stories from them and how things yeah. were bad and whatever, yeah. you know. We always like to go out on a couple of funny stories here. I got a couple of funny ones for you. Ready? This one, John, a romance writer, uh, romance writer. She's accused of killing her husband. She wrote how to murder your husband she wrote a book called how to murder your husband and now she's found guilty of murdering her husband <laughs> is she just an idiot <laughs> but but here's what happens though see is this like is it was this like a, what would johnny do would you ever write a book how to murder your wife well then? just like oj oh uh, yeah you know they're so happy that they get off and they're so happy that they uh, don't get accused or whatever but it eats them up inside because they have to tell somebody. Well, she wrote the book first. Yeah. Yeah, this lady wrote yeah, the book wrote, and then she did it. Yeah. Apparently, you know, allegedly. But I mean, they, it's like they, they got to leave this trail. They right, don't, right. <laughs> you know. Here, a jury in Portland has convicted a self-published romance novelist who once wrote an essay titled How to Murder Your Husband of Fatally Shooting Her Husband Four Years Ago. The jury of seven women and five men found the lady guilty of secondary degree murder after deliberating over two days. The lady, uh, the, the gentleman, the husband was killed June 2nd as he prepared for work in Oregon Culinary Institute in southwest Portland. Uh, the lady displayed no visible reaction Wednesday inside the crowded courtroom. Um, the, one of her attorneys says she defend, her defense team plans to appeal. Prosecutors told juries that the lady was motivated by money problems and a life insurance policy. So the dude had some insurance, apparently. Um, the lady said during the trial, however, that she has no reason to kill her husband and that her financial problems had largely been solved by cashing in a chunk of the gentleman's retirement savings plan. She owned the same make and model of gun used to kill her husband and was seen on surveillance camera footage driving to and from the Culinary Institute where her husband worked. Well, come on. Police never found the gun that killed the husband, but they alleged that she swiped out the barrel of the gun used in shooting and then discarded the barrel. Hmm. Uh, defense attorney said the gun... Was it all in the book? De defense attorney said... <laughs> you're, you're, you're reading my mind. The gun parts were inspiration for the lady's writing and suggested someone else might have killed uh, the, the gentleman during a robbery gone wrong. Uh, she testified that she her presence near the culinary school on the day of her husband's death was a mere coincidence, and she had parked in the area to work on her writing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let That's me funny. let me drive to the Culinary Institute to work on my writing. Most people like rent a cabin on a lake. She goes to a well, culinary. Or to, how about you just stay at home? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so and uh, I gotta, yeah, I got, you don't want to you don't want to really say like 
I left the house to do work when everybody's saying they're working from home because of COVID. <laughs> the right, last right, place you want right, to do right. is leave the house. Well, this happened in 2018, but she's oh, fine. Yeah, she was yeah. finally uh, she was finally convicted recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, once again, um, I, I think it, they they dream all this stuff up in their head, and then they read about it, and they think that you know, I wrote the book, I could do this and get away with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's. Um, yeah, they just and I don't understand if they're unhappy, whatever. Just leave. She probably could have got some alimony or some type of settlement from her husband if she divorced him. She didn't have to kill him for his life insurance right, policy, right? You know. Well, but she gets more if if it's you know. Well, it's maybe, yeah. Right. I'm, well, whatever the case is, now she it doesn't money doesn't matter because now we pay for her. Yeah, yeah. The, the rest of her life. Me and you, we just adopted a grandmother now. We have, uh, that's true. Yeah, we have to pay for her now, you know. That's true. That's true. But uh, lucky I don't run the prison system, you know, because <laughs> we're lucky you don't run a few things. Yeah. <laughs> but my prison system, you would like to. Why? Because I would call it the Johnny Fat Prison. The Johnny Fat why. Prison. See, you know, we have to outfit them. You know, we give them, you know, clothes to wear, we shoes, give them shoes. Socks, okay. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they're loungewear would be a t-shirt a pair of shorts and socks only okay no shoes no shoes the heat would be massively warm it would be a oh. little hot in there okay okay and we would feed them pasta we would feed them all a lot of carbs okay a lot of carbs are cheap it's you know efficient they'll be so lethargic from eating all them carbs and there is no weight room see in prison there's no weight room here this is not a health club no you're not gonna let the inmates are not gonna uh weight lift and become bigger than the guards because the guard only has maybe an hour a day to weight lift where the inmates have you know yeah yeah, 24 yeah so that's why i called the johnny fat prison when you get sentenced to my prison five years you'll probably die of a heart attack anyway stroke whatever you're gonna overfeed them and there'll be no running because you're gonna be in your socks okay they're you know they're not gonna have much to do there you know lay around watch tv do whatever you want you want to cause trouble you're like you want to fight bubba you're like nah not really man i've just got done with lunch i'm, I'm gonna kind of chill back you know what i mean see you got all that testosterone all that weight lifting and you know and they're beating up the guards. So, yeah, there would be no weight room. And, and I think every prison should take out the weight room only because it's, I mean, the the inmates are bigger than the guards. You know it what I mean? It sounds like you've been thinking about this for a while. No, yeah. You've, I, you've thought about this before. You didn't just come up. Oh, with no, it. no. I've always said it would be, you know, we have to redo our, our prison yeah. things, okay. you know. Oh, there you go. And, um, yeah, give them TV. Give them, all, give them all that crap. All the stuff you know? to make them lazy. Yeah, and, then, and, and also on the TV, just show happy days, you know, happy stuff. <laughs> You know, none of this killing, just happy, happy movies. Days. Yeah, there just happy days and Fonzie and Richie, and that's it, there you know. Go. Feed them pasta, put them in their socks, let them lounge around. It's hot, you know, and, uh, you know, you want to go outside, you're in your socks. I don't know what to tell you. You want to go, go. If you don't, whatever. That you sounds know. pretty cruel. No, I, well, prison is not supposed to well, be no, I, yeah, I a health club. Well, I, I get that. I get that. You know what I mean? But that's the problem that we... You know, we're not waterboarding them. We're giving them food, <laughs> and we got them in, in socks and shorts and a nice T-shirt, you know. that, that would, would that be like your, um, that's your, your you know, your the, the slogan for your prison, we're not waterboarding. No, no, yeah. we're not waterboarding, and we're, I mean, we're taking good care of you. Just Better than waterboarding. You're not going to be exercising on the state's dime. There you go. Yes. But better than waterboarding.
and uh yeah and then and and then what what could they you know i mean i don't know what they can make these objects out of but there will there'll be no there'll be no reason to shank somebody in prison because it's like you know what some let's just pasta. all get along let's have some good time you know let's see some dry pasta yeah shank somebody yeah. with a, with a exactly you know silly yeah. And uh, and what do they do for fun? Watch TV. Watch more there Happy you Days. Go. There yep. you go. Johnny Fat Prison. That's the way it goes. Johnny Fat Prison. That sounds more like a weight control, you know, weight loss camp, really. Than well, it won't be a weight loss. Oh well, no, I yeah. know it's a little, it's a little, mis- dis- you know, deceiving. Mis- you know, yeah. Know. Well, yeah, the name, but yeah, it'll be the yeah Johnny Fat Camp. <laughs> they're gonna go there, and they're the inmates are gonna go in off the street, get heavy, and then most likely, you just know, die of just of die of overeating. <laughs> Blood clots, <laughs> all go. the all the fun stuff inmates love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they love that stuff. Uh, speaking of health, World Mental Health Day, John, October tenth, International Day for Global Mental Health Education Awareness and Advocacy Against Social Stigma. Hmm. Weren't we talking about this? We were at a barbecue, me, you, and uh, we were there talking about you have mental health days off. I just oh yeah, the schools have mental yeah. health days. Oh, off. is yeah. that school? So yeah, apparently it's October tenth. Well, uh, apparently you can take a mental health day at school. Okay. Um, but then if you do that, there's a double-edged sword. If you do that, then you're going to have to go through school counseling. Ah. And they want to interview you and find out what is so wrong with your head that you need a mental ah. health day. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to take that mental health day, just beware that, you know, the parents are going to be ask, answering some questions and so will the kids. So might not want to do that day. No, yeah, you just may as well just say. Stay hey. with the Juneteenth. Yeah. I mean, just stay with that day. You or know just say, mean? hey, I was just trying to get a day off. I really, there's nothing wrong with my mental health. Yeah, but they're not going to believe you. See, in this world, that's the funny thing about America. If you tell them you're crazy, they don't believe you're crazy. And if you tell them, and if you tell them you did it, they'll think you're crazy. So see, that's the thing. Okay, I think I'd have See, to- you, can, you can go on a witness stand. You can kill somebody and go on a witness stand and, and plead insanity. Right. And they'll believe you. Well, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. they'll believe you. Uh-huh. But if you tell them you're, you're, you know, if you tell them you're crazy, then they don't believe you. So it's a, it's a double edge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Show me you're crazy. Don't just tell me you're crazy. Exactly. There you go. Okay. Well, World Mental Health Day was celebrated first time in October of 1992. So it's been around for a while. Yeah. 30 years. They never had it at schools where you could actually get a day off for mental health. Supported by the WHO through raising awareness on mental health issues using strong relationships with the ministries of health. And uh, supports in developing technical and communication materials. So, yeah. So uh, I think you know you're going to give have to give some of your workers a, a mental health day. Yeah, July 6th. They could all have a mental. They could have a mental health week. They could all take a week off. Yeah, they could take there a week. Know. Well, about July 25th, they could all you take a week off. Yeah, in, they yeah, could all yeah. take a week off. Do whatever they want. And um, right. what was that song? Taking care of business. Taking uh, care of business. Uh, uh, what does yeah. it say? Enough to. You can if you're. Uh, enough to uh, your trains on time. Forget to get to work that, by nine. Yeah, yeah uh, or you can always be self-employed, doing nothing all day, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Enough to do it. nothing all day. Exactly. So, yeah, we uh, may end this podcast with that song. There. You want yeah. me to end it? Yeah, all right. Yeah. You, you said you didn't like my song in the beginning. You said it was too uh, too depressing. So we'll play we'll play taking care of business, or we'll play one of our parody songs. Now. Yeah, all right. I like that taking care of business. Right. Enough to I forget the way he worded it, but it was very good. Enough to do nothing all day, or oh, something can, like that. Yeah, hold on, I can tell you what the. Yeah, let's just are. see. If you ever get annoyed, you can be self-employed enough to work at nothing all day. 
Yeah, you get up every morning from your alarms clock morning. morning. Take the eight fifteen into the city. There's a whistle up above and people pushing, people shoving, and all the girls who try to look pretty. If your train's on time, you get to work by nine and start your slaving job. You get your pay. If you ever get annoyed, look at me. I'm self-employed. I love to work at nothing all work day. Work at nothing all day. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It. Maybe we write a parody on this one. I think so. That is That's a great a, oh, song. There's a lot of words in this song. Whew. Take yeah. care of business. We'd have to change it, though. Top. Yeah. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah. BTO, baby. BTO. What, the, what year did this come out? 1970-something. Uh, you think so? Yeah, I'd say probably late 60s, maybe 70, 71. Release 1973. Oh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty You're usually not good with music. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm good with music. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 uh, we'll, we'll use that in this. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll use or at least use part of that lyric for the name of this podcast. Well, John, it's been a good fourth once again. Yes, pleasure. Thank you once again for gracing Star Fireworks with your presence oh, and making yeah. sure the cashiers are all working uh, diligently and Man, doing. We had a little credit and, card uh, issues this time. We had to, go through, card, had to yeah. go through something else, which I didn't completely understand, but hopefully it captured everything. We batched everything last night. No, good, good. So, and there was some guy here today who said he got he got hit with the same. It was weird. He came in and said, "I, I bought these. I bought these uh, fireworks, three hundred and twenty bucks worth, last year." And then I bought them in July, and then in August, my credit card got hit again. But this was in August of 2021. And he's like, and I tried calling, and nobody ever called me back, and nobody responded. And I go, well, who did you call? Do you remember? He's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, okay. I'm like, how am I supposed to handle this, a guy from 12 months ago, 11 months ago? So, But I, I talked to Steve, and Steve said that was actually a thing. He said, your credit card companies were double double dipping on a, a few uh, accounts or whatever. I, yeah, so, for something happened. Yeah, yeah. So we we well we gave them three hundred twenty five dollars worth of funds. That answer is just a, a you know I'm not gonna look into it. Just it's not my money. Where you know if you'd come up to me, I'd say, well, can we see the credit card statement? Well, he had we he had this, yeah. he had he so had the credit yeah, card. as long as you have yeah, some no, proof. No, no, no. Yeah, he had proof. He had the statements and he had his credit card thing. And I'm but I'm thinking, don't you just call the credit card company and cancel the second one? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, and, you know, do we know he didn't come in twice? We don't know. No, but it's the exact don't. same amount of money, so yeah, I'm sure. I, and I don't, I'm not saying that, it, uh, you know, unfortunately it happened, but I'm just saying, yeah, do we really need to look into these things a lot more? The credit card issues. Yeah. So. Well, and that's, again, that was one guy in 10 yeah. days that was a little aggravated, but you know what? We gave him. But I'm sure it worked out good. You yeah, know? we gave him fireworks. It said here. That's... But once again, I never call the retailer up. I call the credit card company up. And let them reach out to us. That's what I would do. I I know the guy from Indonesia that tried to scam us. You know, he he reached out to his credit card company to, you know, to to redo the charges, you know. But now they did something, and I told Oscar to dispute it because that guy was actually trying to scam us. So let's see, at least let the credit card company know that this is what the guy likes to do, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll see. All right. Well, yeah, we're going to do one in August from uh, from Pyro Podcast Studios, probably in Chicago, and then September we'll be at NFA. NFA. Wow. Time October goes by fast. You already sealed home. up my summer. I'm not even started <laughs> summer, and you've sealed it up already. I, well, you know, we got a lot to do. I got a lot of concerts. We got uh, yeah, boat. you got gonna, concerts. You're going to go on your boats. Yeah, you're gonna I got to get out to and a enjoy bunch of stuff. myself. Yeah, yeah. Take some uh, little little day trips around the boat. So yeah, yeah. Fun. Well, it's been uh, it's been a rough and challenging year. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, I feel like these last six weeks 
you know, till September 1st is really when you, you know, you know, you and I talk, you know, there's, there's sometimes there's a week goes by where we don't talk to each other, but yeah. you know, we're, we're, we talk quite a bit and, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, we still have to get together at the offices in Northbrook yeah. and, yeah. and do all our stuff, but we'll, uh, we'll keep this train rolling. Episode 120, John. 120. Wow. What are we going to, you know, get to 200? What, what are we going to do? We're going to keep, we're going to keep going. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No reason to stop now. We Train's got videos. Rolling. We did new videos last night. I don't know how those are going to work out. See, I think it's hard to hard to edit and well, do it's whatever. hard to edit. Well, and it's just hard to you know when you have to match think, them up. Well, you have to do it once or twice and then see how it works, and then mm-hmm. you you learn, you adapt. Well, right? you know, you got the uh, kid here. You might want to pick his brain while he's here. That was that a, chase. Yeah, yeah. He was. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's yeah. got that Adobe. Whatever, he's got Adobe. Yeah. He's got better editing software than I do. Yeah, I need. Yeah. To, we need to. Yeah, get him in this room and say, "Here, edit this. <laughs> edit this, bad boy." Yeah. Well, actually, the editing I don't mind. It's just trying to. I don't like the. I don't like setting it up and and trying to like. I don't like making the decisions. Although that's all I've been doing is making decisions. Where let's stand here. Let's. I know what I like to look at, but I don't know what I don't. You know. Like yeah. Else. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, I don't know. Is this how we should do? this and then you know last night we were trying to keep the lights and the camera inside the building but stand outside and then yet the fireworks were going to shoot into the building. yeah we don't want fireworks shooting in the building, <laughs> in the building. Yeah. yeah we don't want that so. that would have been a disaster that waiting to happen disaster all right everyone we will talk to you later have a good fourth of july thank you happy fourth happy birthday america there you go